podcast that you didn't know you needed until now. A podcast where two friends talk about comic books, movies, video games, anything geek-related. Conky and Noah are the categorical oracles. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode six of the Scatter Oracles. I you said the name this time. Yeah, I know. Actually, I, I, like, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should remember the name of the actual show we're doing. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I have a good again. This is already in shambles. So, like I said, this is episode six. We're on six of these already. Yeah, yeah, it's just, this is right. Huh. I mean, we did have a couple ones that weren't part of this, too, I guess, before. So, that it's about. Yeah, the fails. We've recorded about eight or nine times, I guess. No. Yeah, I think it's like eight. Yeah, so, yeah. Six actual ones, I guess. That's pretty pretty good. Uh, so, the top, like, the rundown of this episode is we're going to be talking about Smallville, episodes four and five. Don't remember the names. Like, X-Ray and Cool. Oh, is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. I've watched first season like a million times. Backwards and forwards. It probably helps. <laughs> and then Conky is going to talk about this video game speed run event he was watching. Oh, yeah. Uh, then the I mean, main event, as you would say, is uh, we're going to give our top 10 DVZ moments. It doesn't see. I've been doing a lot of DVZ related stuff. It's, it, make, it makes sense to do a top 10 thing or something like that of it. Just. Just for fun, really. Yeah. I mean, the order might not matter quite as much as you would think. Like, oh, this one's over this one, or what? Yeah, I just ranked them one through ten. Yeah, and you could easily flip. I, I kind of forgot about it until last night and had to do it pretty quick. So <laughs> it might not be quite what I, would, you know, what, I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. But so, I did a bit of it, I guess. I'm interested to see what's on your list, and, and that's pretty much. It's for the show. Not much news. Twice slow week. Yeah, not, you know, it's kind of the tail end of everything. Basically, the nature. But yeah, um, if anyone knows, this last week was uh, GDQ slash Games Done Quick uh, summer, so it's you know at GDQ, and uh, yeah, I just ended last night. You know, around the midnight, whatever he usually does, goes for, like for a week from like this time is like Sunday. What day is Sunday? The last Sunday is it fourteenth? No, fifteenth. Oh, it's so the sixteenth. Last Sunday. I think it's sixteenth. The wrong month. Uh, the calendar is right over there. Uh, is it sixteenth? That's last yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it looks like it. So the sixteenth. Yeah, to the twenty. It's kind of 29th of Saturday, 30th, was yeah. is today. So, yeah. So, about a week. You know, these GDQs usually, we you know, but they have a bunch of uh, well, streamers or speedrunners. They get them all together and they do, you know, different games and different categories like 100% the game or just any percent, do as best you can, you know, depending, depending on the game, the categories kind of differ. Um, no. They, uh, they usually have it. They raise money for a charity. Uh, for the past, past couple of ones, at least for sure, they've been doing uh, Doctors Without Borders. That's uh, cool. So they had you know, money for health care and all that other stuff. 
and the last year uh, the ADQ uh, no AGDQ when the, when the winter they, they had what's called awesome games on quick instead of summer games on quick kind of weird but it didn't have a good winter name for it but uh, I, I'll, I'll mention this time but yeah the, the money they end up raising this year ended up being a little over three million oh damn which last time they 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 uh managed to get about like two million two hundred like two hundred thousand whatever so they yeah, they've been making more than the last time that's good and ended up getting like like half of that like on like Saturday or like Friday like they were at like one million five hundred or something like that and then like Friday or something like that like Thursday night and then yeah they made up to three million over the weekend that's impressive yeah so yeah they then slept a bunch for the last couple like for the last week because they stay until like five in the morning because <laughs> yeah, they'd be go throughout the night with all of their their uh, games they do and stuff thankfully it, it wasn't as many that I wanted to watch through the night but <laughs> there's some that uh, they're on like four in the morning that's crazy man that's one way to wreck your sleep schedule yeah <laughs> yeah and they're about like dollars myself for that mm, that's good going through the dollars yeah no, I, I think so you gotta tell them how much money you spent on pops on pop vinyls yeah oh pops. yeah the, the whole new drink like bbz line came out like eight of them so i ended up spending like over a hundred dollars on those <laughs> wasn't it nine if you count the g though yeah if you count the hot topic one yeah, the exclusive. Uh, so it was like a hundred and like twenty dollars. Yeah, fifteen hundred twenty, maybe with tax. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you do? <laughs> I want some of that way, but I'm not gonna wait till they hit Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird having to freeze those now, but whatever. Yeah. And just a goat and no 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 trunks. You have the one with the in the season dance. Yeah, I had the kid trunks one, yeah. But then they just have the Goten ones, so it's like, oh, you're missing one. <laughs> Some of those on those wave look pretty cool. Yeah, I think my favorite would either be the Goku one, or, uh... Oh, the fighting stance one? Like or the Manda Vegeta one, yeah. And there you face off for the first time. I think the Goku one that you can find the Nimbus, he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of, like, his arms are back, kind of like he's riding the Nimbus. Oh, the Goku well, one? Yeah. No, the, the new one. Unless he said like that, I don't remember. It looks like he's like riding something that he's doing his stance. Mm. His stance is usually like this, and he's doing something more like this. Yes. That's, I, mean, I had to pull up look at it. I packed it all away now, but. Yes, because you're in the process of moving house. Yeah, which mentioned last time, I, 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 I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. So yeah, I had to pack it away right away. <laughs> Bought it and then packed it away right away. Uh, yeah, I think that's a. Uh, is that your weekend review? I suppose it was mostly, <laughs> it was mostly GDQ. Yeah, that's really good ones though. I, I really like the Banjo Kazooie, hundred percent speed run. 
You can usually do that in about two hours. You love that game, don't you, Panza? Well, I mean, I just played it recently before they even did it. Like, I, I played it without even thinking about the GDQ coming up, and then it was coming up, like, oh, okay. And then I looked at it, it's like, oh, <laughs> they're playing it this time. <laughs> yeah. I just played it, forgot, it's beat Banjo Zooey and then Banjo Tooie leading up to E3. Actually, Tooie was after E3, but. And then they did, you know, they announced Banjo. I was like, oh, well, maybe I helped in some way. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then in my, own, in my own way, by playing again. Oh, so cool. Man, like, what was going to happen. Other than that, what was another one I really liked? It, the Pokemon Crystal Run, which is, uh, any percent, like, just get to the story, essentially, what it was. So they did, they did to fight, try to fight as, as little trainers as, as possible. <laughs> so they, like, you know, the spinning ones and stuff, try to, like, avoid them going around and try not to. I think everybody tries to do that when you play a Pokemon game. Yeah, but well, especially the second time around. Yeah, this is yeah, a lot more. Uh, like they memorize like where to turn and when to stop and when to go. You know, just all that like little things. Yeah. It's crazy. And I always like they have like the way they interact with people. They have like a the person doing the run, and they have like people on like a couch behind them. They kind of like sometimes they like go you know, tell the, the audience and people like what's going on for the runner that they're trying to concentrate. Other times the runner will explain it themselves. Sometimes they also have people that can do it for them. And just the way they talk back and forth sometimes it's funny. I think at one point with the crystal one they had like the four people on the couch that were like all playing like Pokemon Blue or something. But it's at the same time as as he was playing the game, you know, no one was watching them, but they're just like playing like, oh yeah, it was just a this had to be the like the retro crystal, right? Uh, it's either. I mean, it's the crystal. They have, they have a remade crystal. Yeah, crystal is the only one that for sure haven't remade. Yeah, it was either the original Game Boy they somehow emulated it, or they did the Switch. It's or the virtual console. I think with 3ds something like that. Oh. The way they put it on. on virtual but console. did it look? Did the graphics look all like old school? It looked the same. I think it's supposed to. Oh, that they didn't do anything with it when they ported it. Okay. Yeah, still the same. Um, another one I really liked. Um, it's quite a few. They always have an RPG one at the end, so they had like six hours, one hundred percent Chrono Trigger, like leading up to the end of the event on Saturday night. So just, yeah, walking for six hours doing that through our sunshine. Run. They had some randomizers. Like there's one event or game that they did. It was like supposedly on the Super like Nintendo cartridges. Like the they had they were spacing on the Super Metroid and the past cartridges so that you could actually like put them together. So they were literally like going back and forth getting mm -hmm. items in both games and until they could complete both at the same time. So you go to Zelda, like with your past, and you'd open up a chest, and you had a chance of getting like some Metroids. Like sometimes they'd like open up a chest and be like, "Oh, it's a missile," and it would That's go over to the other game, and then they'd like be like save it and reset it, and then you can go over to the other game and get stuff, and then go back to the other one. They did that. And it was like maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two hours or something to that run. I don't, I don't remember. I don't even, even three. It's interesting. Same thing they do. It's also a randomizer. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like it was the way it was supposed to be the game. Like things were moved around and you know stuff like that. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. That's cool. Uh, cool thing like that. 
Oh, the Mario block. Like, they have, like, blocks sometimes, like, they have, like, Mega Man blocks. They made, like, uh, they play, like, this some Japanese kind of version. It's, like, a ROM hack or, like, a edit on, like, a Mega Man 4. So, the boss wants to roll all over the place and mix it around. Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, Mega Man 11. They played the new Mega Man. I always like the Mario block because they always have some crazy, like, platforming when they do. Hmm. And they do, like, really crazy levels, like the Kaizo levels, which is, like, super hard. So you see them like jumping through spikes and stuff, and like super speed and mm-hmm. like, super like on point platforming. They're like little block they land on and keep going. It's ridiculous. So yeah, those are always good runs for for GDQ. That's cool. Uh, I didn't do anything this week except for sleep and work. <laughs> I mean, that's what you have to do. Pretty much it, and long work. Yeah. We're buying trade paperbacks online. I right. spent like. 200 bucks <laughs> buying trades old Spider-Man ones that are out of print hmm. I just bought another one like last night <laughs> so uh, yeah that's what I did uh, if you're wondering what the Spider-Man trades were they were um, what the hell were they uh, <laughs> volumes 1 through 4 of J. Michael Shazinski his run on Spider-Man, he made Babylon 5, if you ever heard that show. Hmm. Old sci-fi show. Okay. From the 90s, yeah, 90s. So he had a big run on Spider-Man, and got John Byrne's run on Spider-Man. I know everybody loves that, if you're into comic books. Another <laughs> one again? Uh, hmm? What was that run again? John Byrne. And it was, like, it about, mostly. Uh, well, nobody likes his run on Spider-Man because he changed the origin. Oh. So he tied Spider-Man and Doctor Octopus's origin together. I see. And I think he tied in like. So basically, you know, like, like Doctor Octopus was an explosion and attached his arms to him. Mm-hmm. So basically, John Byrne made that explosion what raided the spider that gave Peter his powers. And I think a whole bunch of other villains were a part of that explosion too. So it's like that one singular event connected everything. So try to make it like Flash, <laughs> like it's a TV show Flash. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> the accelerator. Yeah, the accelerator yeah. blow up and everyone trace powers <laughs> essentially. And like nobody liked it. <laughs> that, that was part of Chapter One, which they kind of made into continuity, but then they retconned it. Right. Um, after he was done, so he had like. A 15-issue run on Spider-Man. I started reading that, and it's okay. Is that relatively long in terms of comics, 15 issues, or...? For a run? Yeah, is that maybe like... That's pretty light. I mean, it depends on the book. Well, yeah, if it's monthly, then it's 15 months. It'll be like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Do do some comic books have uh, weekly... Publishing or is that not the sometimes thing? like action comics went weekly back in the heyday. Mm. Well, um, that would be harder for sure. Well, constantly changing the creative teams, right? Like artists, that's the hardest thing is the artists. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes a while to draw something. Yeah. But uh, no, it's either monthly or bi-weekly. So like Batman comes out every two weeks. I see that. Well, not well. Coming January, every DC book is gonna be like monthly now, hmm. which is kind of nice. That means you want to spend as much money, I guess. 
Yeah. The way longer, but oh well. <laughs> I'm actually kind of happy with that. Is that ever been the case before? Is that just a new thing? What, monthly? Yeah, they've ever done oh, monthly before. For beginning of time. Hmm. The bi weekly thing is like kind of new the last 10, 15 years. Before that, they did the weekly. Monthly. Well, some titles are monthly. I mean, weekly. But they don't really do that because, A, it's just really hard to maintain. Right. Okay. Like, if you've heard of Future's End. A DC event that they did uh, a couple of years ago that was weekly, so it was like 52 comics. And like, I guess they went to the event, makes sense. Yeah, and like Batman Eternal, that's another storyline that was weekly, mm-hmm. so they did 52 issues of that. It's probably because they had a lot of it done in advance. Oh no, this is like <laughs> so they constantly changed artists. I mean, they're not so much the drawing, but like the story, well, the story probably, story probably, probably pan down yeah, and yeah, we'll do it, it so fast. yeah. But yeah, I don't think that book. I don't know if that book got delayed. I didn't read it while it was coming out. That was before I got a job and started collecting. Hmm. Need the money to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was spending like thirty bucks on books almost half the time. Mm-hmm. So all right, that's kind of the first topic. You know, GTQ, whatever it's called. GTQ. GHQ. Uh, Actually, the summer one that you did. Like the we had, which actually live, so we could have actually gone to it. Oh, so it's just north of us. And then went down to Florida. The winter one, which makes sense. It's winter. We might have been going south. So we're in the heat wave where we live. Fucking sucks. I guess. I mean, it does suck. I mean, it's hot, man. I didn't say it honestly. I didn't say it didn't suck. I just said it because it's a heat wave. Well, it's hot out. I call it a heat wave. Yeah, it, it, it has been hot before now. Uh-huh. But. So, yeah, so I think we're just going to move right into Smallville reviews. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, first one is episode four. X ray? Yeah, X ray. Yeah, um, one interesting thing Smallville did was that Clark did not have all his powers. Yeah, that you didn't have to learn, like, well, what they are, and then how they use them. Mm-hmm. So we got the first episode of that. Well, yeah, like it's like it's a tradition for like the next three seasons, seasons mm-hmm. one through three, that we get power every season, just to let you know. Which, yeah, I wanted to mention this before because I thought about it, but uh, yeah, I noticed that Smallville is kind of format, format's kind of like a monster of the week mm-hmm. kind of format, which is always something that's you know happening. Someone can turn into something, and then they do something. This one was more. This episode was more that they were already changed for a while, and that you know this happened to do something now in this episode. Yeah. Some of the ones before this is always like, oh, this happened. You know, it had something to do with the kryptonite or whatever the meteor stuff, but they turned into what they turned into at that moment in the episode. Yeah, right, season one is like basically all that is just the freak of the week and freak of the week. Yeah. That's what they call it because meteor freaks. Right. right. Um, it's like the, the, season two is when you really start kind of get more to the lore and storylines kind of developing throughout. Yeah, more kinds of villains maybe, and stuff like that. Mm, not switching out all the time. Not really. You don't get that till like, like season one villains. Oh my God, now I gotta think. 
You don't need to talk about it now, but... Yeah. Season five. About halfway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I assume they'll get there eventually, because you can't just beat all of them. No one have any people left to fight. <laughs> no. You, I will remind people who are listening that this is Conky's first time watching Smallville. Right. All the way through. I've seen it multiple times. So, it's going to be interesting to see what he thinks on some of the twists and turns that come out. So, back to the review of uh, <laughs> so far X-Ray, you know... Um, which that doesn't say as much about what the, who the villain is or the the antagonist or what you want to call it. No, it, it's more talking about Clark and him getting his X-ray vision. Okay. Yeah, that's like the main focal point is you know Clark is thrown through a window while he's walking the sidewalk, and uh, he has a flash of X-ray vision while supposedly Lex Luthor's robbing a bank. And he's like, that doesn't look right. Yeah, he sees like green glow in his body. Tonight, well, called Meteor Rock. They don't actually come up with that name until later. Right. Um. Then that that was interesting about this was that uh the fact or the the way that the the person powers work like I guess is the girl has like shape shifting abilities. Uh, and Tina, yeah. Tina, and she, she can she, she, shape shift her body. Which, it's like, okay, how's that work? I always went about that because like, like how she does it. What was what? what was, it was something weird that they did in the episode that made me think like that they doing that right? <laughs> it was like because it was like. Uh, well, she it's not like a traditional like what you think of like a shapeshifter like <laughs> supernatural where they just like rip the skin off. Yeah, I mean it's more of a mental command. Which yeah. I think is kind of cool. Um, what was the thing? I think they said they didn't have, have the same fingerprints. It was one one thing that was really weird. Like when they they like check to see like you know fingerprints on stuff after they robbed the bank as Lex, mm-hmm. and then they found out that it wasn't Lex because of the fingerprints or something. I think. Oh no! Is the signature? Was the signature? Yeah, the signature was wrong. Listen, that's why he didn't get the money. That's why. He right. Got the I mean, money. there was. I oh, remember fingerprints with the episode. That's because there's something that proved he didn't do it. That's why he left him to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's that. Because otherwise, you know, most people didn't know a lot of those weird things going on in Smallville. So they'd be like, "Oh, this is a shapeshifter." Okay. Yep. And then you know, you're fine. There was something that made it so that they didn't think it was him. I'm pretty sure it was the fingerprints. Mm. Um, so I thought that was like weird. Um, uh, like the main focal point is this lark, lark, yes, lark, lark, <laughs> Clark, learning how to use X-ray vision. I actually kind of like the way it looks on the show, like an actual X-ray, uh, X-ray. And Clark being a stalker again. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what he saw with X-ray vision. He's just staring at Lana all the way into the girls' locker room. Oh yeah, when they're in the gym and they're doing this, <laughs> and he has a flash of it and. He He's the girls' locker room. Yeah. And his face is just like all smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that trend is continuing, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, Clark kind of gets a you know a handle of the X-ray. He learns to kind of focus it. He learns yeah. that Tina's the one that's robbing. I kind of like how his parents are helping him learn how to use the powers and stuff too. Yeah. Which yeah. tells him like, oh yeah, I've seen this thing. It's like okay. Yeah, focus it. Yeah, focus through this. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, Clark Lawrence had Tina's the one. Robin Banks and stuff, and she's uh after that. Well, she only did about the one. She had all the money. Well, yeah. To hide it. She finds it. He finds the money in her locker from the bank. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, Mal finds out that she sold money, and then she, you know, she ends up killing her mom by accident. Oh yeah, she like falls down the stairs and breaks her neck, and then she stuffs her in like a closet mm-hmm. or like a. It's like a, another vanity or like a, a wardrobe in their uh, furniture store. Mm-hmm. And he just starts impersonating her. I thought that was really weird too, because it seemed like she was acting too good, mm. but also weird. Like it's like okay, just weird enough to be like that's not usual, but like she knew a lot. Like how do you work at your mom's store or something or probably? Oh, we should probably mention that like Tina is like obsessed with Lana. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. So she, she, to, she like literally wants to be part of Lana's life. She's the true stalker of, of yeah, for sure. Of the episode, she's stalker one, and Clark is stalker. Well, they're both being kind of stalker esque in that episode. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, she's like trying to be like her and stuff, and wants her to let her move in with Lana and, and oh, Lana. Lana no, she wants to move in. Because this is after her mom is killed, and she's like, "Oh no, let me move in." She loves me. She doesn't love you. And then it just takes like, you know, like I'm not sure about this, and they're like, "Okay, you hate me." Oh, uh, yeah, she like flies off the handle. Yeah, she's like, "Okay." Um, she ends up. Doesn't she turn into Lana and kiss the? Yeah, she turns into Lana. And- Kisses Clark for sure. Yeah, in the barn, and then they have a scuffle. She like tosses. Somehow she has like super strength. That, that's one of the things that was really weird. It's like, why do you have super strength? Yeah, and then she like pushes Clark out the barn window. It's like, okay, I don't think shape changing powers makes you have super strength. Yeah, it's a little weird. And then, Maybe Clark just weighs like five pounds. <laughs> he weighs five pounds. Yeah, it's super lightness powers. Do you remember how this episode ended? I don't remember. I know uh, Clark beats her. Like, is it? Yeah, she gets arrested. Yeah. Which seems weird. And she's like, why does she get arrested? Well, that, that becomes a story point later on. What happens to the media affected people? Because it's like, oh, they must know that she was impersonating somebody because she was arrested for the bank heist, which they thought Lex did. So it's just yeah. kind of like, something's going on there. Yeah. Like hires Roger Nixon. I guess either they arrested the bank thing or they arrested for killing her mom. I think they arrested her for all of the things. Yeah. Like, I'm they they always say, um, how did he beat her again? I don't remember. Uh, I think he used x-ray. And then... Oh, is this the glass, though? Wait, no. Are they in the carnival? No. No. That's a different episode. Um, I don't I really don't remember. <laughs> been a while. We probably do this like two weeks ago. Um, uh, what is it? Yeah, she turned into Lana. Oh no, it's Whitney, wasn't it? No. She turned. She turned to Whitney too. Yeah. Was so it they, a graveyard? They did fight in the graveyard. Maybe he just threw her. They threw her against the tree. And just knock her out, maybe. Yeah, because doesn't she turn into Whitney and he like him and Clark are in the fight? Right. Yeah. I don't remember. And uh, she kidnaps Lana as Whitney. Yeah, and she isn't she in like a crypt thing and busts him. Is that a different episode? 
thought they whatever they crash was that the other next episode where they he crashes the truck again with me that's in the next episode that's in cool they just they always crash in the freaking truck yeah. do you have your license with me i don't think so you know anyway clark defeats tina it doesn't matter how he does it yeah and she's arrested. arrested and she goes bye-bye yeah and then we see lex hire roger nixon to investigate how he survived the porsche uh incident in the pilot right so that becomes a plot point as we go along um that's pretty much X-ray, you know. Clark gets X-ray. Isn't that the same episode? Was it? No, that's the next episode. What? The where uh, Lex gives Clark tickets to go to the thing with Lana. Yep. That's the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No. Yeah. That's the next one. I know what that doesn't like. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, just you know, Clark gets X-ray vision. We meet Tina Greer, and then shape-shifting girl, and. So I wonder what she was doing. Like after she got her powers, like you're just hanging out, shifting, just having fun, not using them for anything. Yeah, probably. Maybe she just didn't think that she knew needed to use them until that that episode, I guess. She's just nuts. I mean, I've always liked this episode. You know, I think it's one of the better episodes in season one. Right. Did you like it? I liked it. You yeah. did. I mean, it was pretty a bit cheesy with his effects sometimes, but. Yeah, mind you, this is 2001, so... Basically, like, a hologram over Tina when she changes into somebody. Like, yeah. does it look that way when you're, like, that's, like, the changing into it. It's just, like, I'm now turning into them. <laughs> I am them now. I am them. And they are me. <laughs> they become a part of all their life and memories. Uh, all right. So, next episode five called Cool, uh, not the most original title of an episode, yeah. pretty on the nose, but hey oh, same with X-Ray, I guess. You know it wasn't about her. But yeah. I, guess so. it, I don't know. Um, that one, I think that one starts with them all. Yeah, party at Pretty the Lake. Yeah, partying at the, at the lake, and yeah, it's like winter, I guess, or something, because the uh, lake's all frozen over. Yeah, there's, but there's no snow on the ground. Yeah, it's just ice on the lake, and there's no snow. It makes no sense. It's either like a really cold fall or it's it's probably winter without any snow. Which is possible. But anyway, yeah, the they're playing football or whatever. Playing on the ice, which is no, they're throwing it. Oh no, yeah, they were throwing it by. But they don't like throw it so far; it flies all the way onto the ice and like way out on the. It's like okay. So then they had the guy. What his name is now? Sean. Sean goes out on the ice to get the football and like. Idiot. Like, yeah, just do that. Totally worth the football. And then, yeah, just gets to the ball and is walking back. Like, you know, you think you would be able to get back, but no, he just doesn't. He just falls into the ice. Doesn't Winnie leave to go get the pizza? Yeah, he does, because, yeah. <laughs> it's Whitney, it's Whitney's fault. This whole episode is Whitney's fault. Because Whitney throws the damn football into the ice, and then Sean goes to get it. But then somebody should have probably been spotting Sean. Yeah, somebody should have at least been there to see him fall into the ice. Yeah, just to watch him, just to make sure nothing happens. But they all leave for pizza. Yeah, it's like, oh, nice guys. Yeah. So he falls in and, you know, you think he would drown or freeze to death. But no, it's not always kryptonite in the ice. Yeah, it's kryptonite. Everything is kryptonite. There's meteor rocks at the bottom meteor. of the lake. And then he gets infected somehow, like the rays from the meteor. So he has, like, more heat. Stealing powers than ice powers. 
Yeah, he doesn't have ice powers. He just sucks the well heat from the heat of warmth from something. So yeah, he immediately takes it out like the flame out of the campfire, which is just funny. And just like, oh, it's there, and then like just turns into like icicle. <laughs> so, uh, skin's it's all like blue and stuff. But then he sucks when when he gets out. Uh, like he, I don't know how the, that fire went a long time. And he's sick. He sucks stuff. The heat from yeah, the just, fire. It, just instantaneous so that when it, it goes out. Um, so. With that, yeah, he, in case he can never get warm, is kind of what he keeps saying, so he always tries to get more heat, which never seems to last long. And he gets it in and it only lasts like a few hours or yeah, like four hours. a few hours and it needs to constantly feed. He's kind of like parasite, kind of, from the comics, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Maybe it's some inspiration. Yeah. Well, yeah, he... And he targets Chloe. Well, first, he... I guess yeah, he just wants somebody. And then yeah, he's talking to her and just kind of, like... Then he sees his ex-girlfriend, I guess, and just kind of, like, well, well. Oh, yeah, blows Chloe off. Because she was being hard to get, as she was saying. Playing hard to get, Which, yeah. They talked briefly at the party, and I think Chloe wrote down the, her phone Yeah, before he went on the ice, yeah, because he was like, oh, you know, he's the kind of guy, I guess he's go from girl to girl. Yeah, he's a playboy. So yeah, that's what he's known for. So yeah. But yeah, but you know, Sean kills his ex-girlfriend, and then yeah, but she's in the shower. And I guess she wanted him to come into the shower. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird for a high school relationship. Like, I don't know. It seems kind of odd. Like, oh, he just comes to your house all the time while you like where you live with your parents and does this. Your parents aren't probably home. It just seems kind of odd. Like, would the parents be okay with it? This with their like. Daughter's boyfriend just coming in, like, oh yeah, he's here. Probably the point I, of it was that the parents were probably home, and he probably just sneaks in, and then they have, you know. Yeah, that that too is that the fact that they just have sex whenever they want, or they just yeah, they just okay with them just doing whatever. Teenage. Some kind of an odd, debauchery. like an odd thing. But yeah, he goes in, into like if she's taking a shower and you know attacks her. Sucks the life out of her and until she like freezes solid or something, and he. Falls and shatters into pieces. And that's right. Yeah, she does fall, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah it's I like that. it's like that. Would that, that happen? Would stealing stealing someone's warmth make them brittle? Yes, <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Um, I feel like it would just drain the life out and just be like really blue, like him, and then to just fall and die, not yeah. not shattering into pieces. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Somebody actually. I mean, other than the p- people that get infected and like actually died at their school, it seems like, like the first time, because you know I have like the picture up on like the bulletin board and the school and stuff. Yeah. Not lots of upset about it. Clark gets a date with Lana apparently. Yeah, I guess. Lex gives some tickets for a concert and then. Uh, I guess before that, Whitney was supposed to do something with Lana that we can go to like a exhibit or like some museum thing or something. Yeah, but she's like, oh, I forgot that we're doing you know, this. Pay-per-view? Yeah, some sort of event, sports thing. I yeah, forget. pay-per-view. He gave his money for a pay-per-view. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I guess I can't do that. I gotta be paid. And he's like, well, I'll make it up to you, whatever, you know, next time. And you have to think, like, pay-per-views cost about 60 bucks. They've always cost, like, about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was, like, a boxing, maybe 100 mm-hmm. But you had, like, a team of, like, seven players... They each chip in, like, I don't know. The math doesn't really make sense to me. I just think Winnie just didn't want to go. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he didn't seem like he did, yeah. 
Winnie's the true villain of this episode. <laughs> it's his fault for everything. He's the nincompoop of this episode. Yeah. It's kind of nice that Clark wasn't such a stalker, even though he got a date. Well, he called. He spent the whole time not calling it a date, but it's actually a date. Yeah, he did a whole thing like, oh, you're just going as friends. Yeah. And, and, and then yeah, they eventually start to actually address it when they're actually on it. Yeah, he does the x-ray trick with her hands. Yeah, he's yeah, actually being kind of, you know, cool in this episode. Actually, <laughs> not being a big dork and, you know, actually being, you know, my actually, I don't know, what I'm going to say. Well, like, he seemed like he actually might go somewhere with him and Wanda in the in episode. Yeah, they tease it, but then, you know. He, 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 he turns on the TV and we hear about the ex-girlfriend of Sean's that died and Clark knows that Chloe's with Sean. Wasn't there, like, another girl after? No. There was somebody else. It was, it was the ex-girlfriend and then Chloe. Well, he tried to kill the nurse, but or take her heat, but then... Yeah, the nurse. Um, I thought he killed somebody else, though. Because there's something to do with. Uh, I don't, actually, he went after like another. He, he tried. Uh, he tried calling another, another girl that he used to date, and she like hung up on him for sure. Yeah, and then he called Chloe, and then she said, "Oh yeah, let's go." So yeah, she meets him at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> like the like a, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm not getting this skinny dip, whatever." It's like, then why don't you go to the pool? <laughs> it seemed like a weird place to meet. Yeah. Like if you got that, but uh, I guess Chloe just really wanted somebody to, you know, to see her or whatever, or the more pay attention, pay to attention her. to her. Yeah. So. Which is another weird thing with Chloe. I noticed in the show is, is that she just kind of like calls out for Clark to help her a lot of the time. Like he's supposed to hear her and help her a lot. Yes. So like with the fire in the one episode, she like yells out, like you know, for help. He yells for Clark to help her. <laughs> She has really good eyesight because you can see him across the yard. And like, why would you call for him? To it help was you? dark out too. It's like call for all of them to help you, not just yeah. not just one person. Yeah. And then yeah, that happened with the when she's in, she ended up falling in the water because she's trying because he tries to grab her. And her foot gets stuck. And she falls in the water, so, so she's trying to swim out of the water before he freezes it, I guess, because he can just put his hand in the water and take all the warmth and freeze it. <laughs> yes. Now, because that's. His powers are now. He just turned things. The heat from the pool. It just seems like that wouldn't turn it into ice. Yeah, <laughs> it would just make it really cold. <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, she tries to get out before he freezes it solid, and she does. I guess part of it is Clark helps her out of the water. Yeah, well, Clark ditches Lana because he sees the news report about Sean's ex-girlfriend, and Clark knows that Chloe is with Sean, so he races to the school, and like you said, he saves her from Sean from getting in the pool, and oh yeah, and then um, he gets Chloe to safety, and then somehow the end. I, I forget; it's been a while since I watched the episode. It was like a week ago. Well, that happened, and then they they don't fight with him after that. They keep leaves he. Yeah, but then somehow they end up at Luther Mansion or whatever. Yeah, that's later, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is, Lex tries to help the Kents with their fine, like, their farm. I think he goes to Chloe, and he goes out to Lana, because he knows that Clark was, you know, there, so he went after... No. He went no. after Whitney and, and Chloe, no. Lana for some reason. 
After Clark that. ditched Lana, and Lana went into the coffee house, and then Whitney came into the coffee house and got all pissed off. Like, oh, why are you dressed up and stuff? Are you hanging out with Clark? And then Whitney took Lana home, but then they crashed because Whitney sucked at driving. Yeah. And then they ended up at the Luther Mansion. Because uh, Sean was on the road. Yeah, Sean was in the road. That's how they got to the Luther Mansion. There we go. Yeah, because Sean was walking, and then Whitney almost hit Sean in the Hampton in the ditch, and then. Sean started chasing after Whitney and Lana, and then Whitney and Lana ended up at the Luther Mansion, and that's how. Clark Same time as as Clark's parents are there because Lex wanted to help them with the farm because they're, they're struggling. Yeah, they're financial. But yeah, that his dad was being all you know prideful about it and didn't want to take any help from him for sure. Yes, and then Clark uh, ends up at the Luther Mansion, and then Which I forget why he must have just known that. Oh, did somebody call him? Yeah. Because so, he, he finds their truck at one point. I don't know why he went out there to find it, though. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe he was just running around. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, so... Sean cuts the power from Luther Mansion, and Martha goes outside without no backup. Isn't that a weird thing to just absorb electricity now? He can, he's, he's absorbing, man. He can absorb he, he can absorb heat from electricity. You can just uh, absorb electricity without zapping yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, he almost kills Martha because she's outside by the fuse box. But Clark saves her and, he, and him and Sean tussle. Which, that's when Sean finds like you can just absorb a bunch of energy off of Clark. Yeah, and like it's supercharged. And the first time you like zaps him and he's like, like, oh, you think that you got killed because that's what happened to the other people but he just gets yeah. fully drained and kind of it's passes frozen, out yeah frozen but clark comes through and he like tosses sean into the lake and the lake freezes and sean is dead <laughs> apparently it's just, that's all it took from the die. you know that's how he got hard in the first place yeah i don't think we don't just, i don't think we see sean like ever again and i don't think we ever hear but, but there, so you just kind of assume that he's I thought that there were people there because he was talking and they were talking next to the lake afterwards about it like uh, like they took him away but no, <laughs> not really no. see it or anything like that no, was, um yeah the, the dad doesn't want like yeah. help with the whatever and ended up yeah, just you know saying no like I don't want anything he's, like, oh. he's like uh, I know where I stand with the bank I don't know where I stand with you mm-hmm. and there you go um anything else I don't remember. Yeah, as I said, I think the powers for the characters <laughs> were kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at they least, weren't defined. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to suck the heat. But like, well, I mean, at least he didn't have super strength for no reason, <laughs> I guess. I mean, it, it seemed like he wasn't even to make it Clark weak enough that, you know, he couldn't fight back as much. Yeah. He didn't just, like, okay, we'll just do whatever. Yeah. Was it Kryptonite again at some point in episode two? You know, there's always Kryptonite this around somewhere. Well, in the lake when Sean got affected. Right, but I mean, like, was there not directly on like affecting Clark? Doesn't seem to happen a lot, like with the shape shifting. You know, like X-ray episode before, like this, there was kryptonite that made it harder for him to fight again. Yeah, because you know that's what that's what happens a lot. <laughs> Always something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I never really liked this episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was because of the powers not being consistent. <laughs> lame villain. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Suck My Heat. <laughs> There's not going to be a whole lot of students or any people in Smallville, like, eventually here, because <laughs> people just keep, like, either dying or getting affected and taken away. Yeah. <laughs> like, all those, 
like uh, alumni of, from the, the school like with the alumni, yeah. with the the first was it the pilot no it was episode two like definitely the electricity guy uh, killed like pilot. killed like three of them oh the old jocks yeah so it's just like okay he <laughs> was dying it's like sunny days Buffy everybody goes Clark's not doing a good enough job to stop things from happening no that's pretty much it. Did you like the episode? I thought it was okay. I mean, I watched these two back to back. Yeah. You didn't hate it though, right? I didn't hate it, no. But I thought his powers are weird, as I, as I said. Yeah. Next to her, pretty good. Well, that's good to hear. <sighs> that's pretty much it for episode 5 of Smallville. Yeah. I mean. So, next we're going to get into our main event our top 10 DBZ moments. Which, yeah, I guess we're. Gonna do from ten to one, you know. Like, yep. And I guess kind of ranked from like not as top to more top. If you want to say like that, like the 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 least you like and the more, the ones like the most, I guess. To go like back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, like what are like you say what your ten, number ten is. I think what my number ten is. Yeah, we'll just talk about back and forth why it's on the list. And then yeah, if we have the same one at some point, we just bring up. We have the same one and say what number it is. That way, you're not gonna like say it, talk about it again. Yeah. At when we get to it again later. So. I don't know if you wanted the. Oh, vote first. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so what is your uh, number ten? My uh, top ten. Number ten. Number ten on my list. Now, preface. Uh, we'll say this. Oh, yeah. uh, this is from all the shows. Yeah, Dragon Ball. To I guess super if you want to say the yeah. GTs in between Z and Super in terms of like order of when they're made, but I guess GT is technically after Super. Yeah, so all the Dragon Ball Z shows yeah. and the movies. So yeah, uh, just more moments, not like fights. Like these people fought. That's a moment. No, we'll probably like, do our top ten fights at some point. Yeah, because it would be if it's a moment and it can be a moment in a fight, mm-hmm. but not the fight itself. Yeah, yep. so, some only things that happened that were good. Yep. So, my number 10 comes from a movie, Dragon Ball Z Dead Zone. Uh, it's Gohan being on Krillin. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. So, oh, no, it's been a long time since I watched the movie. Like, Gohan was, like, sleeping or in a haze or something. And they were fighting, and Goku and, like, Krillin and all of them were fighting Garlic Jr. And, like, just Gohan, like, just starts peeing on Krillin's head. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's one of the best moments of Dragon Ball Z. It's the silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you picked it from that movie. Dude, that's on the great. I love that movie. I mean, a lot of people think that's like you no, know, not as good movies because people just don't like Everybody should die that ki- that kind of Dragon Ball. I guess the. I think I think what people don't like about the movies is that, like they mess with the continuity. Yeah, like, like Dead Zone's continuity. They reference co- like Dead Zone. That's probably the best one in terms of continuity. Yeah, because like if you watch the Garlic Junior Saga, they blatantly reference Dead Zone. Even though, well, they reference it, but then they kind of retconned it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. lots of much of that stuff. But you should watch it; it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a lot more Dragon Ball esque than than Z for sure. Uh, and also give a highlight. Well, Piccolo is one of my favorite characters, and that's like his saga almost. Yeah, it's more about them than like Krillin and Gohan and right. And all that, so. That's nice. 
That's my top ten. Or oh number God, ten. Number ten. Jeez Louise. Alright, well. Yeah, I can't say that that's on my on my list, actually. I just, I didn't have a lot to think about all these little new ones. So I went for a lot more, you know, bigger ones I guess in, in a way. But yeah, actually my number ten is actually back to Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the point right in the beginning with Goku meets Bulma. Mm. That moment. Because I didn't just think that this is hilarious. Because Goku's just so, like, he doesn't know things about the world and he doesn't understand things. He thinks that she's driving some sort of animal or something, so he's like poking it with a stick. You know, he like crashes her car. And then <laughs> one of the best lines is just when she's like trying to like seduce him or something to get the Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do I want to see your dirty fanny? It's so funny. It is because he doesn't care about any of that. <laughs> yeah, that's what kicks everything off. Yeah, and that's how the whole Dragon Ball series starts off, yeah. Right. It's when they meet we're on adventure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was my number 10. My number 9 is Goku throwing the Spirit Bomb at Turtles and Tree of Might. Yeah, um, that was like the smaller Dragon Yeah, it was a small... Kind of like what Yantra uses a little bit, but it's not actually. Yeah, it's, what, it's, what, it's like the one time before that in the series, like when you're fighting Vegeta, is the only time he uses that spirit bomb. Well, he, he uses it in Tree of Might. Yeah, which technically he, he gives it to Krill in, in the actual series to throw. Yeah, to Vegeta, but yeah, Yantra uses the little spirit ball energy. Yeah, it's more of a yellow ball than yeah, like the white energy the thing. From time to time. But anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, I was trying to remember what led to that. Exactly. What Goku threw in the spirit bomb? Did he just like do the whole movie shtick where he's like, everyone give me your energy stuff? Well, yeah, he took the energy. He's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, <laughs> he was getting his ass kicked and Turles <laughs> ate the fruit and then the earth was dying and Goku could only get like, get so much energy. Did he use like, maybe some of the earth's power? Yeah. And in the ball? Well, he says like, here's a gift from the earth and he throws his spirit bomb. I like that line. That's probably why it's on there. It's because of that line. line. Yeah, it's a good line. Um, um, anything else about that? <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Surprised you have two movie moments already, hun. Huh? I try not to pick like the super popular moments. Is like some. Of the you, you, did, you didn't want to be the same as ones I might pick. Yeah, because <laughs> I probably like, kind of figured you'd probably have like super super popular moments. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I can't say that I had it on my list. Because I don't remember everything up from the movies, to be honest. But cause I didn't watch them as many times. I watched the the series itself like three or four times through. But the movies, but I watch oh, like good. once, maybe twice at most. What's your number nine? My number nine is another Dragon Ball moment. Oh. At first, I thought this was King Piccolo that did this, but is little like child slash hench person tambourine. This okay. like the green kind of like reptilian thing with the wings. Kind oh, of. I remember. Yeah. It's when he goes to our martial arts tournament. Like Krillin goes there mm-hmm. to get Goku's Dragon Ball, Four Star Ball, and the this the, the purple. I don't know. He left it there for something. They went out to dinner after the martial arts tournament. Is this where Krillin dies? This is where Tambourine kills Krillin. Yeah. Uh, like dies for the first time. It's just really sad, and uh, Goku's really like. That's like the first major death. Yeah, the first time that Goku gets really upset and races off to fight Piccolo. Uh, Tambourine. Well, he fights Tambourine, but then he fights Piccolo, right? Yeah, he fights Tambourine and Tambourine beats him. Does he? And then, I think that happened right away. Yeah, but then yeah, later he fights 
the first time he fights King Piccolo, he also gets beaten by him. Wow. Right away. But, uh... And he drinks the spirit water. That's not what it's called, but the super... Like the... Yeah, I think that's... Is it the same time? I mean, because he could... Did it talk about... That's where he goes to Corrin for the first time, is after he gets his ass No, he go, that's when... That's after he goes to... Uh, the actually before this death was the death of that uh, Indian boy as he called it. Uh, His dad dies and he goes up the up Gordon's tower, and that's I think that's when he gets the water because he needs it to fight Tao. No, the water's in Piccolo Sala. It wasn't in the Tao Sala. Well, it's Corrin's in. The, well, Corrin's in the Tao. And, and he, he like, trains with Corrin in that in that that fight point. So I think the water came into play then, but. So that no, that's what we learned about the sensor beans. Isn't it? No, sensor beans aren't in Dragon Ball actually. Oddly enough, at least not prevalently anyway. They might be used once, but they're not used quite as way. much as they are in DBZ. But yeah, that's why I thought my, was my number nine was yeah when Krillin dies the first time. Uh, I remember reading that in the manga for the first time. Yeah, it really sets yeah go 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 off. And that's the time they really seem like really react to anything. They're usually so carefree up until that point. I feel like, well, as I said with the, with the, the one kid's dad, I guess he's upset about that too, but he's more personally, like, you know, taking, he's upset and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're number nine. Alright, my number eight is Vegeta's sacrifice. Of course, yeah. And Majin Buu saw it when he blows himself up to stop Majin Buu. I actually put that down as my number. I figured number four actually. It's my number four. Wow, well, that high up, huh? Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, Vegeta's never been one to do anything for anybody else than himself, really. I guess it's more of the point that he really does. Yeah, he does it for Bulma, Trunks, and Goku, you know, first time he's fighting for somebody other than I don't know if he's doing it for Goku so much, but... <laughs> he directly mentions it when, before he does it. He's like, yeah, I'm doing this even for you, Kakarot. Oh, I guess he does that at the end, but... Well, yeah, and then he does the explosion, and then yeah, you know, it's it, all for nothing. And he yeah. turns it to stone, and then he falls and breaks. That was really odd, like, what did he do that made him turn to stone? <laughs> All the luck energy out of him. I guess so. It just seems so so crazy. Like what kind of a technique that, is it that he's using here? Yeah. So that's. Oops. So yeah, that's my. My eight. So is that further down because of the fact that it's in the Buu saga? Because <laughs> you don't like that saga. No, it's just I numbered these. Just my prefer, my personal. Preference. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to say for sure that. You know, That's the, probably like one of the best spots of the Busada. Hmm. I don't like the Busada very much. If you listen to the show, I just think there's a lot of problems in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, I think Vegeta's had the best character growth in Dragon Ball Z. I say it's true. Yeah, and Pickle has a pretty good one too. But it happens more over. He does it like in the beginning. It's from like Dragon Ball at the end. Piccolo Jr. as he was called in Dragon Ball. Too. Yeah, when we get to see him for the well. They have like the time lapse and then they go to the tournament and Piccolo's in the tournament. Mm-hmm. The martial arts tournament. 
-hmm. And then they fight and pretty much blow up the stadium. <laughs> Party. Um, but yeah, from there, then he shows him and sees like he's seeing to be an antagonist and he's not. And then he, you know, goes over and eventually just go on south and top his pickle up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Peter has more of a. It's, I don't know, more of one. Yeah, more character development as we go along. Like, Piccolo was never seen as super evil. He didn't really do anything evil. Like, he, I don't think he's even killed anybody. <laughs> like, Piccolo's literally never killed anybody. I don't think he's killed a human, no. <laughs> Not like Vegeta. Like, even fighting somebody. I don't think he's ever won against somebody. The fact that he would, he would kill him either. Oh, I still he did kill Goku and, and Raditz. Yeah. But that was. That's different, I guess. <laughs> that, that, that was, you know, what it was, you know. Okay. Uh, What's your number eight? My number eight. Uh, I would put it on a spoiler thing just in case because this is partially from Super. Mm. It's a little bit of a connection. But uh, it's. I kind of put it as a, like a bundle because it kind of happens twice in a way. But back in Dragon Ball, Master uses the evil containment wave against uh, Kid Piccolo, and he dies because mm -hmm. he fails. Mm -hmm. And then also in the tournament of, of power mm -hmm. in Super, he uses it like three or four times and doesn't die. But he keeps using it to the point that he almost dies, and then Goku's like, like doing like CPR or whatever, doing like kind of like make his heart start, mm -hmm. and that like, he almost dies there, almost dies. <laughs> You know, he uses like three or four times, but like it's just kind of sad. And then, and then, like, the fact that you might die there, and then, like, just Goku and like him interacting with Roshi is just kind of this nice, soft moment between the two. It like, was kind of nice. Yeah, that's cool. And I kind of like that moment in, in, in Super. Kind of bugged me that Super kind of like messes with continuity like that. Yeah, I don't know how Roshi would get like that much stronger than he Because they made a big deal about it in Dragon Ball. That's how Roshi dies in Dragon Ball. Yeah, so it's like. Now he doesn't? Like, yeah. do you just change it completely? Or I suppose like, oh, he trained so much that his body could handle it. I'm like, it's that like, isn't like that idea. He's like 200 years old. Maybe it isn't like that this power would kill him. Like, they didn't like that idea anymore, I guess. Yeah. Like, having a move that, that would kill you for using it. I think they just weaken the evil containment wave because Trunks uses it. That's mm -hmm. that too, yeah. And Goku uses it. So, try to. Yeah, um, because he was training for it just in case with Goku Black, I think it was. Yeah, it was. But, uh, um, which seems weird that it would be weaker because it's used on someone that's way stronger than King Piccolo was. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, I don't know. That, that irks me when you mess with It's that they were doing it wrong. <laughs> they kept killing themselves doing it wrong. But it still worked, but just they weren't doing it right. Yeah. But yeah, that's that was my number I've eight. I've seen that, that uh, video on YouTube. That's a pretty good moment. Mm. All right, my number seven is Vegeta's offer to Goku before they fight for the first time. Oh, the come with me, we can. Yeah, join me. Which is pretty similar to Rats, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's a, a bit different. I just like the back and forth. They kind of just like sets the tempo between the two. Yeah, it shows what they're both saying, but they had different. Uh, ideals yeah, and stuff, I guess. I mean, Goku has like everything he wants and needs, and you know, Vegeta just wants power mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, like they have both uh, different ideals of power. I might have even mentioned. Yeah. Because Goku still likes get stronger, but not for the same reasons, I guess. 
Yeah, it just it shows the contrast between the two, which I really like. Mm-hmm. That's good. And it's like, I think he's like, yeah, I've seen the way you treat your partners. Mm-hmm. I think he does. He, I think he like mentions like health insurance. There's some like insurance kind of thing. Uh, in the yeah, he, he, he mentions how he blew an afro up. Okay. Or job security. That's job. what it is. It's like you have very good job security. Yeah, something like that. At least for sure in the the dub. Yeah, doesn't say that in the manga, but yeah. So yeah, that's my number seven. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, okay, I can't say that, that that was on my list. Um, it's a good moment though. I didn't think of it. Mm-hmm. Mine is, I guess, could be kind of fight related, but more than like the fact that like it actually happened more so. But I, I put down uh, Goku and Vegeta fusing the first time with the Batara earrings. Oh, Vegeta! When Vegeta was born. That's I just thought that was neat because. Well, I haven't seen it before. Well, it's not Gotenks. Gotenks with their fusion, but yeah, just... Vegeta and Goku fusion. Yeah, part of me was like, that everyone said it was permanent, so it was a lot more like, whoa, this might be like the new thing going forward. Wait. Yeah, but that was bugging me, like, how do you like defuse and boot up? Well, I think it, it's kind of explained later too with the whole earrings not being actually like permanent, but... Because, uh, um, uh, yeah, it's like 15 minutes in Super with... Yeah, because like more, more powerful they are, the less time they have. I don't know. See, that's I don't know. See, that's, but that's, uh, I forget what their reason they gave for it was. I guess something to do with just how Boo works. Like he, he kind of dissolves the fusion. I yeah, just that's the way that it works. I have a lot of problems with Super. I understand because they did this in GT, like which I completely understand. But in Jumbo's, they made it seem like the Batara earrings are forever. I mean, the Batara earrings aren't, aren't in GT. Well, I know. I met in Jumbo's, what they say that the earrings are, you know, they're permanent. Mm-hmm. But then in GT, when they fuse, normal, the fusion dance, you mm-hmm. know, because of how powerful they are, it shrinks the time, which is understandable because there is a time limit. Mm-hmm. Which, with that, I almost feel like it should always have the same time limit, regardless, because of how. Well, How much like, time it takes. GT, I understand, because they're Super Saiyan 4. Mm-hmm. They're a lot powerful than normal fusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost put that down on my list for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, but I was like, eh. But yeah, I do. I like Gogeta a lot. I want the SH figure works really bad. Was that on your list at all? No. No. There's no fusion on here. Um, and it's also in Super, they have the earrings able to be destroyed. I think they even make that point in Super when the guys talk about it. He's like, Oh, he just didn't know that this like. Well, like Jesus crushes oh. it in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, after the fact, yeah, yeah, after they take get out of Boo, you don't want to do it ever again. Yeah. This is it irks me that Super just kind of like just retcons continuity, which really bugs me. But mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be retconned. Yeah. But anyway. it's like if all like the permanent things that they retcon, like yeah. death for this move or fusion for get other unfused thing, like just they just make it so it's a lot more loose, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that was my that was number seven. seven. My number six is Gohan saying he's going to kill Boo. When Gohan arrives to the battlefield to fight Boo, you know, he's all badass and whatnot. And mm-hmm. he's like, Ultimate Gohan. Yeah. He's like, hey, what did Boo say? I, I watched this clip like a million times. He's like, oh, you're here to fight me? He's like, no, I'm here to kill you. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's badass, man. Yeah, just the whole uh, Gohan showing up as, as you know, Mystic Gohan. I like the name. Mystic, hey, Mystic, Mystic Gohan. Gohan, yeah. Than, they kind of use both. Yeah, yeah, they use both. Man. But like after, after that point, I don't think they ever use Mystic ever again. 
Um, the whole how he fight, you know, beats down Boo right away is good too. Yeah, and they ruin it. Yeah, they ruin it. Which <sighs> I, I wonder why. We should make a list of all the mistakes DBZ has made. <laughs> Top ten mistakes. <laughs> all Boo solo. I'm just going a freaking tangent. I mean, just some other moments and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Boo solo might just, probably just have more than the other ones. It's just, it's so sad they make Gohan such a badass after the great Sandman stuff, which is decent, but not great. And then they just, like, ruin it in the span of, like, four or five episodes after he's, like, in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Goku comes back and saves the day. It's like, oh. They have like, to. Yeah, like, they made a point of, like, oh, okay, we have to pass the torch to go ten in trunks. That doesn't work. Okay, then we'll do Gohan. That doesn't work. Oh, then we'll just go back to what we always do is use Goku, which is fine. I do kind of like how they, they didn't have it be like, someone's really good, Goku's good, you know, like they can fight, they, they're going to win all the time. They had to do more, like, planning and stuff. Like, we had to train Trunks, go attend, fuse, fight them, do this. Things don't look like they're going to work 100%. Yeah. They're a little more worried about things working this time. Yeah, the, like, that's fine. Like, okay, plan A didn't work, and then plan B yeah. would be Gohan. Gohan should have been the one to beat Boo. In my opinion. Part of it too is that no one knew that Gohan was still alive. They thought he was dead. Well, they could have done the oob thing. The oob thing, A, I don't oob think. Oob? What about oob? Oob is on the road. Like, oob does not need to exist. Well, oob yeah. does nothing. I said they haven't done that in this. In, 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 oh, oob's not in Super. No, and he's not in Because it's Super Racist GT. Yeah, I mean, I can see him still using Oob later at the end, but he might not use him as an actual. Oh, wow, that makes no sense, though. They use it at the end of the. Uh, well, I guess. Of the whole Z. Yeah, yeah. I guess after, you know. I, I hate the Bruce out of it. Just, there's only like like five or six bright spots, but it's just like. They go back to the well. I think they should have. They made a point making Gohan irrelevant again, and then they ruin it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well. We just have to use Goku again. Yeah. Then it turns out that, you know, the fusion wasn't enough, but then they do that. And yeah, and then there's just, then there's just Super Saiyan 3, and then it's Spirit Bomb. Yeah, so it, it wasn't like now, all Goku. Boomsama has some very, very good moments, but I just think not that great planning. Yeah. And just, uh, I could just go on a tangent. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number six is Gohan saying he's going to kill Boo. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't on my list. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking about the whole you know ultimate Gohan, such a Gohan thing, but now uh-huh. after saying that I wanted to fight, then as the moment, so I ended up taking it off or whatever. My number six actually is when Vegeta dies the first time to Frieza on on Namek. Okay, that's my because number two. It's on your list too. Yeah, it's my number two. Oh, it's your number two. Um, because of just how, like, how he's talking to Goku about how, you know, the Saiyans and, you know, Frieza's destroyed the world, you know, they're fighting for your race and all that stuff. Uh, well, you know, we get, like, Vegeta's motivation, like, what made him be what I mean, he was. Yeah. So you get to understand more why he is the way he is. Yeah, yeah. You get, like, so, I, uh, that's a very good moment. And then Goku getting, like, pissed off. And yeah, maybe buries them. Mm-hmm. Seems like that helps him fight Frieza, but not as more much. Motivation, and then we see, 
I should I, I should <laughs> thought about playing this moment in you know Goku's vision of Vegeta and Bardock, even though I don't know how they would see Bardock. In yeah, they never saw him. Not like in the movie, the Raleigh movie, the new one, where he actually sees his father. I feel like he never sees his father actually in in, the, in canon. I hate that origin. That that thirty minute prologue in Superman origin. <laughs> they basically make Goku Superman. Give they give Goku Superman's origins pretty much. Your world's gonna get blown up. I'm gonna send you away. <laughs> I think we're just gonna make that a show one of these days. This is my unbelievable hate on some of the stupid S9 decisions DBZ has made. <laughs> Especially with Super. I get, you know. Yeah, I don't know. The, the changes happen, I guess, but they should. Well, change, I understand. Changes for a new show have to happen. But I just don't think Super has the same tempo as Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I think Goku is dumbed down to be stupid. Vegeta is like the best part, and he's like, not, he's like, time to shine, really. It's all Goku, 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 which I understand. He's the main character, he's the franchise player. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I don't like the writing of Goku. I think he's just written vastly poorly. <laughs> yeah, he's really dumb. Yeah, it's just like. He's almost more dumb than Vegeta was. And and do you see it at, at at points like not dumb but like he would do dumb things yeah, because he was yeah, of his pride. It's, it's kind of similar. But see, it, like with Vegeta, I understand like what you just said for pride. Like Vegeta's pride got in his way, so he made dumb decisions. That is a story beat. But if you made Goku just dumb just for dumb's sake, yeah, for no reason. That that brings nothing to the table. And simply just wanted to a reason to do what they did but they can think of a good reason for it to happen uh, I think uh, I may be wrong in this information but I think Toriyama is the one writing super right now I think like, so yeah I, I, honestly, I mean, if he is him. I think he needs to step on and pass the torch to somebody else because I know he's writing the new movies he's like a big part of that so I, that's, that's why he's origin Superman <laughs> well, even in the beginning, they had very similar origins, but with Broly, they just. They're just like. Exactly. Right in the head, hit you right in the head with it, you know? Like, Goku's mom. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean. I, I do like think, that she actually shows up in the movie. Well, yeah. That I don't have a problem with, because they actually did a manga with that, like, a couple years ago. Mm. But anyway, I might be wrong in this information, because I've only seen the movie once. Um, but I think doesn't Bardock tell his wife Goku's mom that you can get in the pod with him? Um, maybe. Or does he just say we have to let him go? Hmm, not really sure. I don't remember because like you and I haven't seen the movie since we saw it in theaters, and that was like five months ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's possible. I don't remember. I know that she was fighting on on it, so it's possible that she didn't even yeah. really believe him about. What was going to happen either. But, uh, but in some continuities of Superman, Jor-El tells Laura that you can go with Clark or Kal-El. Mm-hmm. But she refuses. He's like, no, I'm going to stay with you. I think in Superman the Animated Series, they actually kind of say that. Like, oh, you you know, I, I can build you mm-hmm. space in there and stuff. She's like, no, I want to stay here with you mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's just like, they make it so, they're so similar. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on. I mean, like, don't need to do that. There's already enough parallels between the two, you know. 
like, yeah, it would be like the original, yeah, where it's just kind of like, yeah, this is how the Saiyans work. They send her, like, yelling into space <laughs> before they, like, sometimes if they're low enough before they even see their their parents, they, they go, oh, whatever, just send them off. You know, I don't care about them. They're the low class, who cares? So it kind of brings back that, that thing with Vegeta and Goku where, or Kakra, where he's like, you're a low class Saiyan, I'm a prince. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm better than you. They don't, like, do that as much. They they don't like to bring that up at all in Super. Like, you're just is. like, oh, whatever. He doesn't even mention it anymore. <laughs> I, I just have a lot of problems with Super and stuff. You know, honestly, I, I people give it shit. I actually kind of like GT. Yeah, I, I, I like parts of GT. Uh, I mean, that's his problems, but, you know. I don't know. That's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they did that. They did a similar Gohan thing in GT with Oob. Where he's supposed to be like good and powerful, and he just gets ass kicked. Yeah. And Goku say today again. Yeah, they nerfed him. So it's not the first, uh, not the last time. I mean, that, 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 that happened. <laughs> yeah, and he like fuses with Majin Buu, mm-hmm. or like he absorbs Majin Buu because they're the same. Yeah. He's just getting his power back. I think we should make a top ten of just bad, bad DBZ. <laughs> Crap. Okay. It'd All be a little right. harder to find, like, oh, without like watching it, it again. But I could probably do like 20 or 30. <laughs> 20 or 30. Alright. All right. So, so. That was number uh, six. So, what's your. Do you, what you, what you, That's Conky's message. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I mean, you would have been going first, so it would be. I gave my number six. I okay, I would talk about Vegeta's death. Yeah, okay. Oh, so that was your number six. That's my number six. Okay, so my number five. Your number five. Yeah. My number five is Piccolo in the Call of Junior Saga. Just is that really a just moment? The, like, <laughs> like it's not really a moment. I think the moment that stands out kind of for me is when the Kami is coming back to their realm. Mm-hmm. Like he's closer and closer, and Piccolo is getting like stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of. Trying to interact between the two. Yeah, and like Piccolo like grows in size and stuff and muscle, and he kind of goes toe to toe with Carly Jr. Just Piccolo having his moment. Yeah, <laughs> his moment. <laughs> kind of like his Goku moment, kind of. And then he gets his ass kicked, and then Gohan saves the day. But that doesn't bother me. Because he did that in the movie and stuff, so they just like went full circle. Uh-huh. You know, the father and, and, and son. Because Piccolo's a better dad than Goku is to Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, I you're just gonna, I you're think a better grandfather. Looks <laughs> <Yeah>. at <laughs> at their family, <laughs> baby sets. Very much. I think this Piccolo is. I think that's just his saga to shine. Mm. Yeah. Because that that happened after after Prison Saga. Yep, I was after Namek. So yes. Yeah, so Goku's gone. They presume he's dead and stuff and mm-hmm. or something like that. I forget what. They, yeah, they think Goku's dead because they hear like Namek blew up and no, they thought he was dead and then they tried to push him back to Earth and he's like no, and then he just, he yeah went, they do that's after uh, Carly Junior they use the Dragon Balls to uh... no wait is that after no right after no, Namek that's after Namek yeah, because yeah, 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 the yeah, Namek's yeah. are on Earth yeah, okay yeah they do the wishes after the Frieza fight but then they learn that Goku is still yeah, he's alive. like no I don't want to come back yeah and then he just and then hang they down do space. the Junior saga. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I just I enjoy people on that saga, so that's why number five. He has a lot of moments in there. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's your number five? Uh, my number five is well, for one that that was on my list. Mm-hmm. But uh, number five actually is way to pick a little bit though. 
It's Piccolo's sacrifice for Gohan and the Saiyan Saga. When he steps in front of Panapa's blast to save Gohan from the... That's why number three. See number three. Okay. Yes. Makes sense. <laughs> Dude, like, Piccolo's defining moment. Yeah. He's saving his... His uh, first friend slash only friend, I guess. I forget what, he, what the line that he said was, exactly was. Well, like, Tamiyo needs to have a friend. Yeah. Which... At that point, it was nice, but not. I guess none you of it either changed from that to being more. He's more like his father figure, or if they always just still. It was always kind of just there. I mean, they really, like GT played that part when people died. Yeah, because he, he didn't say like, you know, what it's like to have a son. No, he never said that. Yeah, he said it was like to have a friend. But it's very much implied. Yeah, maybe, maybe it changed from that point to be more of that later. But at that yeah. point, yeah. So. Yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah, just really that softened and piccolo at that point. It's kind of funny, you know. I read fan fictions and stuff. There's, there's some writers that just eliminate Goku and just insert Piccolo <laughs> into that role. Okay, that's that's actually very interesting. Some of them. Um, How's that first by his rats go? <laughs> no, uh, well, n- no rats. Just keep keep yeah, rats. That was just, <laughs> that's interesting. Just some of the ideas. That's still so funny. Like rats is Goku's. Biological brother, and they don't even care about him very long. No, like, I think he'd be more important than Vegeta. Nobody gives a shit about rabbits. He's saying like, I don't think that would have been an interesting thing to have this your brother that's a Saiyan that is like Vegeta in the same regard, where he's like much power and doesn't care about the same thing. They have they're, they're different characters, but they're also siblings. There's a fan fiction about rats uh, joining the Z Warriors, and he becomes a good guy. Hmm. I mean, I can see it. And and he becomes they, a super. <laughs> I mean, he has the hair for Super Saiyan 3 already. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what would happen when he goes to Super Saiyan 3? I don't know. I don't think I got that far. He's saying it's like, would the hair just get bigger? Yeah, <laughs> it's overly long or more. So. But yeah, man, it's just, you know, Piccolo just jumping right in. To, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not even thinking about it. Just yeah. Go on. He's yeah. sacrificing himself. Right. So. Yeah, that's my number three. Yeah, that was my number five. So we're on four. Uh-huh. My number four is Vegeta going on going Super Saiyan. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's not on my list. That's not on your list. That's not. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it was good, but I guess it wasn't as. Do you think it was too soon? Because I mean, like. I thought maybe it was downplayed for sure. Maybe. Not that. Well, I can understand the idea. You know. I mean, it, it, for anyone that likes Vegeta, for sure, though, it's, it's a good moment for him. I, even though I give Super a ton of shit, mm-hmm. I do like the fight with Frieza, between Vegeta and Frieza. Oh. Where Frieza sees Vegeta go Super Saiyan for the first time. Oh, yeah. Because I call him, too, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because he's only dealt with Goku. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trunks. Even though... I think that's even referenced. I mean, no, yeah, 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 it is, because um, she, um, yeah, she makes reference of the older trunks when she sees kid trunks. Yeah, I forgot exactly what Pizzo says, but yeah. She's like, oh, I thought someone who looks like him, but older, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed that. that. That's a really cool moment, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, they kind of flip-flop, like, Vegeta becomes kind of the main star after Goku gets sick. Uh-huh. Like, he kind of has his moment to shine, and then Piccolo, like, Goku's, like, actually kind of downplayed for most of the early Cell Saga. Oh, 
I mean, yeah, Vegeta had his moment just because it's ass kicked by the androids like everyone else. Well, yes, android. I actually kind of like that fight. Uh, android eighteen kicks his ass. Well, they came up upon him eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the beginning it was like Piccolo versus or some, somebody was fighting seventeen. Well, Piccolo was. Well, I mean, so somebody fighting eighteen while he's fighting seventeen. No, they were watching. I mean, they first were, fight. I think, was, I think Trunks was fighting eighteen. And, well, the trunks got involved. And Vegeta was fighting 17. Yeah, Vegeta was fighting Android 18, but then the guy's arm broke it, and then Trunks got all pissed off and yeah. went after 18, but got knocked out. Yeah, and then they both did one. Yeah, and then the androids left, and Vegeta gets all pissed. That's where you get to scream in the sky, and he, like, brings out the sun, because Vegeta's pissed off. They lost an android. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, Vegeta having one, like, the most badass Yeah, lines. he went... Super Saiyan when he was facing 19 and 20. Yep. The androids. Yeah, but there's a machine like yourself. I yeah, I guess that's the whole, the whole moment of him just turning Super Saiyan and then blowing away 19. Yeah. It's probably... Yeah. Big Bang Attack, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Goku was having trouble with 19 because you know, his heart was starting to have issues or whatever. Yeah. So he can't go Super Saiyan whenever he gets you know, beat up by 19. Then Vegeta comes and saves him. I think that's the same point. Yeah, Vegeta like kicks Goku, <laughs> like he's you know. Oh, he kicks him like, over to Piccolo. Piccolo just grabs. <laughs> so that was funny. Like he just just launch him. <laughs> Get this shit out of my way. <laughs> so that's my number four. Dude, did you do number four yet? My number four was I mentioned before was the uh, Vegeta second version of against Boo. Okay. So that's my number four. Third number, number three, then my number two. Yeah, we're number one. Okay, well, then I'll do my number three. Okay. Um, what was your number three, though? My number three was Piccolo sacrificing himself. Wait, right, yeah. Long. Which was my uh, um, number five, yeah. So, yeah, my number three actually was Goku's sacrifice to save him from Cell. Oh, yeah. Because, you, you know, at that point, you, you knew that if he died again, you might not be able to come back. Or. Something like that. Yeah, because they're brought back during the the, the sands of uh, He's like, oh, he's stuck there, but then you know, he comes back and boom. Yeah, he just yeah, he just took him away. You know, to, to save everyone it was. I like that moment. I just wish that would have been the end. It's another Vegeta moment where like he does it, and then it doesn't mean anything. Yes. Because he always likes to carry things, you know, lengthen it out. It's like it, like it's a good follow through, but sticks like it. Sinks the landing. I think also I uh, like the light side of that too. When he goes to King Kai's plan and blows it up. Yeah. In the process, it's just like, you idiot. Yeah. Like when you take it there, <laughs> then you blow up King Kai and King Kai. Has, like, I like that moment all the way up until the King Kai plan blow up and then it, like Cell comes back. And yeah. Like, but I do like the final. Thing. I think honestly, they should have skipped the whole Goku sacrificing himself mm-hmm. and blowing himself up and just like. Went straight to the final Kamehameha. So, would Goku help with it while being alive, you mean? Oh, yeah, it would just have, like, Goku, like, really injured, and, like, he just has to do it, like, telepathically or something. Yeah, we just, like, you everyone give me your energy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, I don't think Goku can do that, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Goku can do that. We should just do a DPC rewrite. Yeah, I just thought it was, it was really sad, so when Goku was just kicking himself for not being able to finish oh, yeah, off Cell. So, moment, it's just. I think it just doesn't fall through as well as it could have. Mm-hmm. That's why it was 
a bit more like it was right over Vegeta's mm-hmm. for me, but it was still not you know any higher than that. I think Piccolo is probably the best sacrifice next to Vegeta's. Yeah, I, I probably would end up moving that up. Maybe yeah, do Piccolo as number three, and then put the other ones down. Mm-hmm. One, maybe. But... Yeah, I'll do Piccolo Vegeta and then Goku. Mm-hmm. Well, I might do Piccolo, Goku then Vegeta, but now this it's a number difference. They're about the same level. Yeah. For me, anyway. So yeah, that's my number three. Right, what's your number two? I already did my number two. Yeah. What's your number two again? Vegeta dying on Namek and crying. <laughs> and crying. <laughs> and he cried and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think that's what funny about that moment too is just the whole odd naked vision thing that you oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I understood that. The naked truth. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, uh, this might be your number one or or, or something, but uh, Gohan turns over saying two against Cell. It's my number two. When, you know, he. I'm going to be down, and he didn't want to fight him, and then, and then 16 gets killed by mm-hmm. Cell, and then he just, you know, loses it, you know. Yeah, that's oh. what snaps the cord, yeah. Then, yeah you that's even, a good moment. He's yeah. even more powerful, and then he's also just really powerful and kills all the little cells. So, yeah. That's I do like that moment. That's, that's basically it for that moment. It's just that when going through the same two, I guess. I think you. Have you listened to the Japanese version of that? Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, the yell is like the only like the great ape noise, like the, the oh. roar. I might have listened to it, oh, that part in Japanese, but I don't really remember. But yeah, that that, that, that that is kind of a cool thing to add in there, yeah. Yeah, because it's like an evolution going. Yeah, yeah. I like stuff like that. So that's your number two, huh? Yeah. I've promised. <laughs> this is my problems with DBZ episode. I like that fight, but well, I mean, I don't know. I think the fight could be better. I mean, it wasn't so much a fight as just the what led to that, and then what that means. Yeah. Um, it means yeah. Uh, uh, Calm-tempered Gohan didn't want to fight, didn't want to kill anybody. Is snaps because of you know needs to fight because of to preserve life. Mm-hmm. Then to, you know just destroy it, kind of yeah. aspect. All right, number one. Uh, it might be the same for us. Maybe. Well, no, probably not. So my number one, the greatest moment in Dragon Ball Z history, <laughs> is. Yantra dying by Cyberman by Hug. Are you are you just saying that just to say that? <laughs> but no, I'm being too. That is the greatest moment. It's saying the moment I thought you would have a number one time on your list. So no, I'm kidding. Obviously, no. It's Goku going Super Saiyan. Yeah, that's what I put as number one. Yeah. No, but hey, Dan, I mean, you can fool me. <laughs> but Yantra dying by Hug is actually pretty funny. It's that, memed everywhere. Is that number eleven. <laughs> Number 11. <laughs> Maybe switch that in number 10. <laughs> so, but no. <laughs> it's sad still. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not, just, it's not, not just funny. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Yancha. There's actually statues of that with just Yancha lying on the ground in the hole. Yeah, I mean, I have a pop figure of a, that. They did a pop figure of that too, which was very funny. I wish they went to the oversized one and you could see the ground and stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Number one is Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time. 
For sure. Literally probably the best moment. I think most people would agree with that. You know, what leads to it and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, just Krillin dying, and then, you know, like, you think he can't come back because he died already. Mm-hmm. Even Goku says that, and then just... I feel that I just watched that moment a thousand times. It's kind of like a... It builds on the first time. Like I said, that like Krillin died. Mm-hmm. It does it, be, like... Yeah, more they, so they they reference it like oh he can't be brought back. Mm-hmm. Goku reference it later in the fight with Frieza. Yeah, like he can't be brought back a second time. So that's a nice little bit of continuity, you know, from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, just so you feel the moment. Yeah, it lasts for a while. You seem like just building up and stuff, and then of course the fact that you see this level of, that they haven't. Shown until that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is where everything changes. And then, of course, you know, once again, Busara just all over places, you know, up and up and up and up. Even though I like, funny enough, we don't have Super Saiyan 3 for the first time on either of Rebels. Mm-hmm. Even though that is a really cool moment. Um, he kind of downplays it himself. He's just like, oh, and he's showing it off. It's kind of like a little, like, trick. Yeah, then he do. does it again at Kami's Tower. For Goten and Drunks. Yeah, that that moment is probably would probably been a better first time to show it in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I would have like liked him to show it off to Boo after as like a little thing. Yeah, and then Gotenks goes Super Saiyan three. Yeah, 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 anyway, we just go on and on. That Gotenks is probably one of the wor- worst parts of of the Boo saga to be honest. You don't like Gotenks because he just fucks everything up <laughs> <laughs> in more ways than one. He, he doesn't take it seriously enough and doesn't kill Boo, and then he gets himself absorbed and gets Gohan. Moment, you know, he pretty much screws Piccolo over. Gets absorbed too. He's, he screws over Gohan, but if Piccolo got just got absorbed, then Gohan was, could be Gohan could still beat him. Yeah. But I think Gotenks was trained and powerful, but you inexperienced screwed him over. Yeah. Because he was, he, was, he had power, but he wasn't able to use it properly. Yeah. We're definitely gonna do the. the crap things DBZ has done. Like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have, or neither of us had the trunks showing up, future trunks showing up. Wow. Uh, nah. That would be like that moment, I think. Yeah, but then it's like, honestly, like, then they just did the Super Saiyan tr- like, tr- card, like, right after, like, we see it for the first time. Well, I mean, like, the fact that someone shows up that also has it. It's a cool moment. And it takes down Frieza, like, like, that. Like, you know, when I was younger, kids loved trunks. I mean, I even I had a plastic sword. Right. I mean, maybe toy of trunks it didn't mean as much as uh, one said, maybe. Uh, no, I just, you know, I think Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time is, like, a lot of people say it should have ended like after the Frieza saga, which just, actually I think it was it's supposed to. Uh, like, I think that was one of the original endings, and I think they just wanted to keep going because mm-hmm. it was so popular. I, honestly, I think Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z all the way to the Frieza is like the end of Goku's story. Like that would have been like the perfect cap. And then yeah, from, I always heard that's yeah, like the the whole Goku arc. Yeah, and then from Goku Junior to Cell is. Even I guess you can even say till Boo should have been Gohan's story. And what I would have liked for Super Much would have been cool is we have a Team Goten, you know, a little bit more serious. They don't like care about Goten. Nobody cares about Goten. They, 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 he's kind of a com- comedic character. Yeah, this is kind of my pitch for what I think Super would have been cool to have is 
Begoten story where he's like more mature, you know, he has to grow up, and he's like the new, him and Trunks are like the new protect. So they're like basically the new Goku and Vegeta. So they're, they're kind of like with the, uh, at the end of GT, uh, Goku Jr., Vegeta Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. That's basically what they could be. Yeah, but like they're friendly rivals, kind of what like Goku and Vegeta kind of became. Mm hmm. But obviously they're friends and stuff. I don't know. It's, I think there's a lot of they could have done. Like, do Goku, Gohan, and then Goten. Or change it up. Now you can do Goten. Do, like, a female if you really want to do that. I think Gohan and Trunks still have their relationship in the future. Yeah, GT. Their mentor-student yeah. relationship. Which so, would have made, like, Trunks the, maybe, like, the one that would go on after that. When Gohan decides to just not do it anymore and then essentially Vegeta's kind of in the line as a Goku because his son is now the protector. Yeah. In a way. So it could be kinda of like that too. It's just I don't know. Missed opportunities. There's a lot of lists we could do and just rewrites. I think that would be kinda of fun. Yeah. I guess a lot of mine end up being sad or like sacrificial <laughs> ones i guess that was a little more impactful oh well, yeah impactful and just important for the story and mm -hmm. a lot of mine was that and just cool moments and they, they, they lead up the reasons for fights to happen yeah so that's our list and that brings us to the end of the show do we only share like three things on our list i think it was only three yeah maybe not only three which was good it makes me more interesting yeah so that brings into the end of the show. That has been the Sky Oracles. I'm your host. Well, we didn't even say our names. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, well, we, the intro says it. Oh, that's very true. Well, I'm Noah. If you're and I'm Conky. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have a Twitter. It's, uh, I don't even know what it is. You probably should look it up. We're running long. Um. The Twitter, which I'm still working on, is at s Twitter at, at Scatter Oracles. So, that is the Twitter. Um, you know, make, you know, I put the episode up on there. Uh, I put the episodes on CastBox. And then should the link or something on Twitter, I think we do. Yep. Then, I'm still very much working on the Twitter. I've been kind of slacking in that department. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the final words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the most I was gonna say, but. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed this hour and thirty-four minute podcast of us rambling. Yeah, a little longer than, than you thought it would. Get start. Get me started on Dragon Ball Z. I can talk for like four hours. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, I hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Bye.